folks what's going on everybody it's saturday night i am chris i'm art yeah nick looks a little different this evening uh he is home uh i will point out not watching right now uh (laughs) uh sick this evening um so yeah art has taken over uh stepped in uh just to the right time to watch a, a fantastic movie god damn it yeah first of all well, let's start out by saying, like, Nick wanted two things known about this movie. A, well, I'm going to read the quote directly. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. This is from this afternoon. Uh, just know that my stance on this movie is that it fucking rules. And it has everything <laughs> a sword and sorcery movie needs. Gross monsters, bad wigs... Worse acting, cool fights, and ripping ass guitar. Okay. I could agree on some of those things. Sure. And then you know what? We'll we'll save the rating. We'll save the rating. We'll yeah, save the rating. We'll, we'll the do end. our ratings. I was I was thinking we should. Yeah, just so we can uh once again go back in on making fun of uh, Nick's rating on this movie. <laughs> um but we're watching Call the Conqueror tonight. Uh yeah, I should probably have mentioned that earlier. It's in the title. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. It's all taken care of. Um, I did not enjoy this movie as much as Nick did. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, enjoy is an interesting term to use. Yeah. It was, it was fun. To be fair, I did not see this at the like target age for this movie, probably. Um, this was 97, so I was 18. I think Jesus I just Christ. aged out. Yeah, I'm a very 97. old. 97. I cannot... 97. This movie would fit in in 1982. Yeah. This is like this you like almost indecipherable from Beastmaster like but, really. Yes. Yeah. Um I, I like it even looks like they use the same sets for Christ's sake. Uh, but that's a positive on this movie. Good sets. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that they did use good sets. Even this opening scene, the the fires in the background, the pond and the fighting, it's where they determine leadership basically by who has the longer reach. Yeah. <laughs> there's no skill involved because you're blindfolded sword fighting. Uh, flaming. Sword <laughs> flaming sword fighting. fighting. I don't want to leave out the important part. Um Yeah. I uh I don't know. Like I, I so I was eighteen when this came out, so I was like just a little bit too old, I think, for this movie. Like this is more like your thirteen to like fifteen year old fucking I was right in that and I didn't yeah. get into this one. Yeah, no, it was mm. Oh Nick. Oh Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> uh this is what happens also when you miss the show. We're just gonna make fun of you uh relentlessly. Uh I got I, pretty ripped on for killer clowns. Yeah, I, 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 I would expect I showed up yeah, in the chat. He was in the chat, yeah, yeah. I don't see uh Nick in the chat. I see I see Emily in the chat. I don't see Nick in oh, the chat. A um, little bit of an echo might be. We need to turn on the gain on that. Fine. All right. Yay. Woohoo. Go on, girls. That's my yeah. wife. Yeah. 
Look at that. Technical expertise, man. Boom. Boom. Yeah. I fixed it. Uh, anyway, back to this fucking terrible movie. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the sets are good. Uh, I, like, this movie could have worked, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like, I... I will say I personally fucking hate Kevin Sorbo, so like that, oh, yeah. I've got some thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We have a friend, uh, friend of the of show, Tom DeSico, who had a run-in with Kevin DeSorbo or Kevin Sorbo at a at a fucking convention a few years back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just basically like out of nowhere wanted to like right wing debate him. Like, <laughs> yeah, like wanted to re debate him. Hero, I'm just gonna throw out a thought. And now you have to defend your position. And I think like Tom just gave it right back to him and like argued him to the point of like where he, like, he gave he said like a give up phrase like you know well I guess we just disagree. Or, yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be smug about it if I said that. I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, but anyway. Um, yeah, there are good things to say about this. Um, like I said, you know, the sets are really cool. Although, why is this everything here Egyptian? Ooh, like, these or are supposed Mesopotamian. To... Yeah, that's like, true. The, the king is very, like, you know. <clears throat> um, you know, the sets are cool. The costumes are cool. Uh, you know, the fight scenes are pretty good. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, man, the acting is shit. Kevin Sorbo is terrible. I'm trying to think. Of who who would you say is the best actor in this film that acted in, particularly in this film, the best? Because if you say Tia Carrera, you're probably right, but also you should feel bad about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, who else? <sighs> uh, you know, Harvey Firestein, I guess. Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, Make you feel good? No, no, no. It's, that guy's um, toxic. Like, yeah. Like, Kevin Sorbo is a is a terrible human being. I'll I'll say it. Uh, what is he going to do? Debate me on that? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is there to say about this? I mean, like, good to say about this. I, there's not much. Like, it's, I, I really, like, one thing that I, I did, like, I did, like, the, the, you know, I wish there was more, like, creature work in this. Like. Because it was amazing yeah. what they did. Even yeah. like the big fish. Like, literally, such quality. The, when I saw the fish, I'm like, you know what? All right. I can give this movie a couple more points just on that fish. Even though, like, That's it's not. That's some of the stars I'm giving it. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though it, it, the fish doesn't do much. But, like, obviously, like, they put some work into this cool-looking fish. Like, it looks realistic. Like, it works for what it does. Like, it just vomits up on this lady. Like, uh yeah, I want more of the fish, more of like the the orc henchman dude who we just <laughs> yeah. see like yes, and he never really does it. Oh, he gets he gets hung uh, when Kevin Sorbo fucking yeah. escapes from the jail. Yep, gets him with the rope on the portcullis yeah. gate thing for the dungeon. Um, but yeah, man, like, oh, this is like I don't even understand the system that they rule by though. It's like the king can abdicate the throne to whoever he wants. But then later, they try to kill Cull to get back the throne. Yeah. But it would be his line of succession, not you. Yeah, but maybe because he wouldn't have had a line of succession at that point. Like, then they could have just, he could have, you know, fallen back lines. on his... Not yo, usually how it works, but Yeah. Oh, well, it's my birthright. Like, King that Ralph, fucking douchebag. You know, it's proof that that's not how it goes. <laughs> King Ralph. Um, <laughs> if we go by the King Ralph rule... Uh, then they'd keep searching until they found an heir yeah yeah um 
Oh, what was I going to say about this? Like, it's called Call the Conqueror, specifically. Not just Call or Call the Barbarian or whatever. Call the Conqueror. What does he do in this movie? Does he conquer anything? I mean, technically, he conquers this kingdom by killing the killing king. one dude. He didn't conquer shit. He becomes the king. I mean, like, but yeah. if we're going to, like, rules as written, the definition of, like, conquer is to, like, usurp a kingdom or whatever. Like, he does that. Granted, it's in the lamest way possible. It's so lame. Yeah. No. No. Before I die, I give him my throne. He didn't even win it in oh, battle. Oh. He was given it. See, he didn't get conquered. This fucking guy right here, man. He gets it. Not a conqueror. <laughs> Not a conqueror. You stabbed a dude and he gave you his crown for it. Here's my house. <laughs> if I do that, it's just, you know, murder and uh, great yeah. theft. I'm a wanted felon all of a sudden. Oh, no. Yeah. But he's a conqueror. I learned it from Kevin Sorbo. Things that don't hold up in uh, court. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo told me to do it. Oh. oh, there was something I had seen when the, the, the beginning of the movie. It just made me think of it because we're talking about Kevin Sorbo. When he walks into the um, the harem here for the first time, how old do each of these? Like the average age is probably sixteen, right? Of these thirty women in his harem. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's very Sound of Freedom in his harem. <laughs> just saying. Jim Caviezel is going to show up any minute now. <laughs> oh God. Oh, man. Like, it's just... Uh. He makes a crack, too, later about his uh, wife, Abashanti, or whatever. <laughs> Ashanti, whatever her name is. Ashanti. Uh, Avakanash, I uh, think, actually. Ashkenazi. <laughs> Ashkash Bagash. Yeah. Um, uh, some, the guy jokingly says, she's over 3,000 years old. He goes, she told me she was 19. And I was like, <laughs> not the first time Kevin Sorbo has defended himself with that line. He's used that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very practiced by 1997. And I, I love like when like in movies, when they you know, whenever they play a card game, they have to make the cards look like either futuristic or like, you know, just different than regular cards. You know, our cards are discs here. Yeah. Oh. Total, total shit show. I mean, like, about 50 minutes in the movie, it felt like two hours to me. I literally said yes. to my wife, like, when he gets out of prison and escapes and everything, I'm like, this is a decent ending to this movie. How long has it been? Almost two hours? 50 minutes. It's 45 like a, five minutes left. It's like a 97-minute movie, and it feels like a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like, stop. I kept getting distracted and, like, having to pause and, like, rewind and, like, fuck, I don't want to rewind, but, like... <laughs> I, mean, I missed this terrible dialogue. I'm sure it was very plot central, but it is. Every line in this movie moves the plot forward because they try to slam like a trilogy of plot into one movie called an anti-Hobbit. <laughs> an anti-Hobbit. This is an anti Instead of taking one book's worth of content and stretching it into three movies, we're putting lots of random nonsense. A whole universe of books and cramming it into <laughs> 97 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why there weren't more sequels. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's a mystery. Um, In 1997, people were done with Kevin Sorbo. I'm trying to think of other things I can say. Pod, like the, I did like the, you know, like they said, the creature work was good. Like the the makeup for that was good. The makeup on the dude with the burns, like that was cool. It's pretty quality, yeah. Um, but like when they did use CGI in this. Fuck, was it horrible. Oh, God, yeah, like the face on the moon and... The and eternal flame. You're telling me we can't get a fucking real fire in here? <laughs> you can just blow it up? You, you can't go buy a couple of bags of firewood a and then... propane torch yeah. blowing into the air because they wanted a perfect, permanent flame. <laughs> Take it out again. Yeah. Take her down. 
Um, yeah. yeah, bad, just bad. Um, I have some thoughts on causes for that uh, that will come up in the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, anything else to earnestly say that is good about this movie? It's over. Yeah, yeah. They like make a big deal of him like fighting with an axe in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then he never fights with the axe again until the very end of the movie. Very like, end of the movie. He gets yeah. it from a dead corpse. Again, there's something in the trivia for that one, too. Oh, all right. There was some decent trivia. If most of it tied back to one fact, that's different. Oh, boy. I, I, I really am stretching to, to find like good things to say about this. I like some of the... like. Thoughts behind it, like the skeleton of this movie, yeah, again, could have been an A. It could have worked mm. with like a more, like a more talented fucking lead actor. Like replace one or two of the actors with a little bit more strong roles. Yeah, the weakest role was General uh, Tagliatari or whatever pasta his name is. <laughs> um, if he was the weakest actor, then this would be a decent movie. But he's the strongest actor. Yeah. And he's middling at best. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Facts is facts. At least in this movie. I don't know. Actually, no. Sorry. The best actress, either the eunuch or the pirate captain. That pirate captain, I don't remember the actor's name. Raspy we'll gay guy. Oh, Harvey Firestein. Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey. Facts are Facts. To be fair, like if Raspy we're like, gay guy. yeah, he knew who I was talking about for like the majority of the '80s and '90s. Like, there wasn't like you know, uh, like you know, being a gay actor isn't like a big deal now. Like back then, he was like the gay actor. Like mm-hmm. there was nobody. He was the raspy gay actor. Like that was it. Like uh, anyway, go ahead. I was gonna say uh, he came on screen. In my wife was like, "Oh, it's that guy." I was very excited, genuinely <laughs> pleased. That this actor was now on screen because of the whole movie up to that point, that was the most interesting thing. <laughs> uh, oh man, we're we're really stretching here. <laughs> I, like, like, I want to be positive because yeah. at this point, like it, it's got all the right materials, the skeleton, to be an excellent fantasy movie. And I love a good fantasy movie. Um, next week's episode. Point in case, I could nick you out for that. I could talk about that for days. <laughs> I'd watch it multiple times to you yeah. know, to really catch details. I, oh, we should probably mention we have a whole graphic for this. And I, I forgot to load up also, but we are in the middle of a sequence uh, of films that we we they don't really well. There's kind of a loose theme. <laughs> the theme is that they rhyme. The, the theme is that they rhyme basically. But we're, over the next couple of weeks, and like it's going to be even more fucked up because like. We have things happening in between that like mm-hmm. are throwing the schedule off. Yep. So, like they're not going to be all in a row either. No, nope. but we're doing Call Crawl Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> I shit you not. The other night was up till like one in the morning working on that graphic for totally this. worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I even added the fart at the end, like Nick asked for. <laughs> Our logo farts out of screen at the end of this thing. Like so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so crawl. I would watch that for days. To yeah, get ready for that. I, I loved that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we could just talk about that instead of this. Maybe that let's just start great. talking about crawl instead of call. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, like the sets are fucking awesome. They really like so good. Did a lot of awesome work there. Like, there's just the the bones are good. Just the flesh is fucking rotten. <laughs> like, yeah, and like I said, I even like some of the lore and stuff. But it's they've crammed so much in 
that it's just sort of too much to follow. Yeah. For like 97 minutes. Um, was it me or was it also very distracting when Tia Carrera was like supposed to be like red haired, green eyed, like I, it was very fucking distracting. I was just so lost. As yeah. to, first off, when I saw her name in the opening credits, I was trying to figure out how they were going to cram that in. Yeah. Like, how are you going to fit Tia Carrera into this bomb? <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they like, work. they're trying to make this clearly fucking Asian woman look like a like a Celtic fucking, like, witch. Uh, and it's just, it's just odd. It's just, it's just weird because she has red hair and green eyes. But again, she's Asian, so like, it <laughs> she just, just doesn't look right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh. Notably, though, um, this movie has two of the main leads. The two main female leads are um, uh, multicultural. Uh, Tia Carrera's got like four things going on. I can't remember what they all are. Yeah, it's just like Hawaiian, yeah, Chinese. Yes, like, they yeah, yeah. And then there's like two others. Um, and then uh, Marina, not. What's it? Whoever the knockoff Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, I said to my uh, Karina Lombard. There you go, Karina Lombard. She's um, uh, also she's like uh, I think Filipino and Native American. All right. And then of course Lightfoot is Lightfoot, so he's Native American. So that's how they convincingly made them sort of pass as brother or sister. Oh, uh, okay. She actually is half Native American. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think we should just get into the ratings on this. Like, there's not really much God. left to say. Like, we, I like, I, I think I can safely say you and I did not enjoy this movie as much as Nick. Oh, definitely not as much as Nick. No. Let's, let's start with Nick's rating and then we'll discuss that. Nick's rating on this movie? 6.5. 6.5. Now, I will tell you this. IMDb's ratings aren't always the best or reliable, but they rate Event Horizon. Yeah. God's gift to Earth, the 10 out of 10 that it is. A six point eight. They rate this movie a four point eight. So, so you're, you're going to put this movie at a six point five. Yeah. What twelve thirteen? Does it go to thirteen? Your scale, like, because <laughs> you don't have a lot of room. I, I like usually Nick and I are in the ballpark on this. Like I really, when I was trying to like rate this, was going up and down. Like for a while, like I was above the line of rewatchability. I was at the line of rewatchability, and like I, I like I, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna score below a five. I'll go a four five, because like as cheesy as this was, I maybe maybe could see myself like throwing this on like in the background if I needed something right. on, like if it just happened to be on TV. Not that it is much anymore. Um, Ooh, pardon me. But this is like a fucking sci-fi original movie, like in terms of quality. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. So I, I think I think a four or five on this for me. Is that the rewatchability line for you guys? Because like I get I get the line of rewatchability of five. Like anything okay, above a right, five yeah. is rewatchable. Anything below it is not. I'm gonna say it's it's below the line because I wouldn't freely put this on. Right. But I also like wouldn't necessarily turn it off if I just needed background noise. I think I have a stricter scale than you because in my mind uh, five to like say six-ish was rewatchable but I would never intentionally rewatch it. Yeah. And then like six to sevens are those I'd rewatch it and I would actually search for it and watch it out. Yeah. And then above that was like you know your specials your pretty much every year I'm rewatching. Yeah, anything you know? like eight or eight, five and above is Those like, are the yeah. every year. Got to make sure I get yeah. it, you know. Um, so 
on that scale, it's hard because I want to say I'd rewatch it if somebody else hadn't seen it for the entertainment value. Yeah. And on that, if we, instead of movie-ass movie and monster movie, if we did movie-ass movie and would I watch it because it'd be funny to laugh at, the laugh at probably five and a half, six. Yeah, I can go that high on this. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual, like, as a movie, I paid $4 to rent this. And I will give it a star for each dollar. Like the fucking, like the corpse, the, the, the Tia Carrera's corpse. It looks fucking awesome. It looks like a cool fucking monster. And like his troll orc friend there. Yeah. You know, pretty decent uh, modeling on him. Uh, yeah, four. Four. And that's for everything that isn't the movie. Still shots would be just as good to look at. Yeah. See, look at how and shitty that CGI looks. You're telling Without me you can't that. get fire? Like, it, like seriously. I'll get a propane blowtorch. Yeah. It's just record the flames coming off of it. Uh, Every now and then you need, like, a burst. You throw some yeah. baking powder into it. Have some fucking poor PA sitting at the bottom of it. Like, I, I have a question. When did Jurassic Park come out? What year did Jurassic Park come out? 94? Three, I think. Three? Split, effects, split the difference. They had fire effects, and those don't look too bad. They kind of hold up today. So they had the access. They could have made it better. Oh, yeah. yeah. They could have just made fire. You don't need it to be CGI. Like <laughs> It's like fire is something we've been working with for a while. Literally <laughs> since the dawn of time. <laughs> that is modern civilization's creator. <laughs> oh, good lord. Like, uh, I, I, like again. This is like this could all work. <laughs> Stupid moon. In theory, yeah, all the parts are there. I just, you know, um, I'll get I'll get to it in a minute. But there's a, a very good reason why I think it's just like they stop putting any effort in at some point. All right. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the trivia. Okay. All right, we can do that. Not to bother you with trivia. Um, I'm doing the trivia this week for Nick uh, because he wasn't able to be here and there's stuff but uh, I don't know how interesting I would consider these facts about 90% of them tie back into the fact that this was actually written and designed to be a Conan the third Conan movie it 100% feels like it like yeah so more of the facts will tie back into that but um, what ended up happening is Schwarzenegger passed on it and so they decided to go with uh, Robert E. Howard um, like another property. A different property, the Call the Co- the Call series. Yeah. Um, and so, again, a lot of the facts will tie back to that, but um, but uh, but that's that's the the first interesting thing. This I loved in the Finnish translations. This movie, or no, sorry, of the actual source character, Call is Call K A L L. Okay. Because um, apparently the Finnish word for penis is very close to call. <laughs> Uh, they did Penis not. The conqueror. Yeah, they did not do that for the movie, either the audio or the text for it, um, and so it adds some unintentional comedy to it. <laughs> All hail, Penis the Conqueror! <laughs> um, oh, I miss the sound effects buttons. So it, here's another one that ties back in. Uh, Tia Carrera, Roy, Roy Brocksmith, Sven Ole Thorson, and Pat Roach all worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the past. Yes. This was supposed to be a tie-in with them. Yeah. 
but they left those four on the movie. A lot of these dudes. They're all people from Schwarzenegger films. Yeah, all, a lot of the dudes in this movie were in Conan the Barbarian or Conan the Destroyer. Yep. Um, and here's a good one that I loved. Uh, Kevin Sorbo cut himself with a practice sword and demanded rubber swords from that point forward. You fucking pussy. Oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold was playing with his practice swords when he was doing Conan. Yeah. And they were light because they're usually like wood in the middle and then just metal coated outside. He's like, no, give me a real fucking sword. He asked for a real sword and they forged him a real sword. That's the flip of that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, uh, wouldn't God protect you from injury? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> this is a point you touched on. He starts the movie with the axe, makes a big deal about how good he is with it, but then loses one fight and then he's like, man, I'm never going to use an axe again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Um, oh my go to God. a safe space, Sorbo. Anyway, later on in the movie, in the ice cave, he grabs one. Um, it had been written in that that was actually going to be Cull's father. Oh, uh, okay. All right. It really didn't add much to it. Like, nope, yeah, they, they scrapped that. Um, but it's 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 in the novel for the book that that's actually his daddy takes the axe from huh all right realization of the, the movie they might have actually made this a little bit better if they like you know like oh it's my you know fucking my dad like yeah i don't know so yeah i don't know it, it didn't make much sense um it's gonna be the third conan film that's why i had those people uh, i was supposed to feature him as a 45 year old um but again it, it, it would have been weird. It wouldn't have worked. Um, I caught this immediately, and I don't know why it needs to be a trivia fact, but I'm going to mention it. When she says, I've altered our pact, pray I do not alter it further. I was immediately like, yeah, okay, uh, Darth tits out. Yeah, yeah, I thought so the I same said to my thing. Wife, I said, okay, Darth tits out. <laughs> uh, I was like, what a stupid thing to do, but all right. Yeah, let's throw a bone out there for the nerds. So, um, oh yeah, this was uh, unusual for a Hollywood film. I mentioned this earlier. Both the lead actresses are multiracial. Uh, yeah. Carrera is Hawaiian, Chinese, Spanish, and Filipino. That's where I remember the Filipino. Okay. Uh, Karina Lombard is half Swiss, half Native American. All right, all right. Um, oh, yeah, so back to the Conan stuff. Here we go. Um, Akvasha is actually from a Conan story called The Hour of the Dragon. The movie's plot is literally the plot of Arrow of the Dragon. Because in the Cull series, um, the guy who runs Archeron is named something else. Um, oh, God. What was it? Something just as stupid. <laughs> Zaltotun. Z- Jesus, Lord. Yeah, it's with an X. Z- I, like, I really Zalt- feel like Vol- a lot of the Vol- names Vol- in this are just like... There's just like... Vowel, like, uh, yeah, not vowels, uh, syllables, like on a dartboard. They're just throwing, like, <laughs> darts to hit, yeah, so, you know, certain syllables. It's, and then, like, this fact is about uh, Conan. Uh, after appearing in Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer and doing uncredited stowork in Red Sonia, Call the Conqueror marked the first time Sven Olthorsen had an actual speaking part in a movie based off the writings of Robert E. Howard. That's a very specific subset, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how many really like movies are based on Robert E. Howard properties are there? There's like co- like two Conan movies, well, three now with that shitty fucking Jason Momoa one. Yeah. And then this, so there's four Conan movies. Yeah. 
or for Robert Howard. This is a Conan movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Every fact ties back to that. It's like, that's why these people are in it. That's why this was, that's why it was originally greenlit. Um, by this axe, I rule. He says that is actually from Robert E. Howard's Calvo. Uh, we should have just watched Conan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the rhyming scheme. God, but again, to my wife's point, what does this have to do with big dumb monsters? There's three monsters in this whole movie. Hey, other than Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, yeah, he is a monster hey, on his own because. for sure. When does the fish come? Because I want to see it now. Uh, it's hmm. not till later on when they're on the boat after he escapes. Yeah, yeah. So you still got 15, 20 minutes. Okay, I'm excited. It's pretty good. The fish is pretty good. They did, like I, honestly, but like again, when I saw the fish, I'm like, all right, yeah. The rest of this movie fits into like a Chris 1982, 1983 uh, fantasy film. Chris, Chris's quote before the fish doesn't do much. <laughs> does it for <laughs> I me? Put it in the chat because it made me laugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's really it. Um, again, a lot of it just ties back to Conan and how this would have been better if they had just. If Arnie had just signed on. Yeah. What was he doing in 97? Batman and Robin. Oh. <laughs> Good choice, Arnie. Good choice. Dick. And probably like a racer, too, was around that time, maybe. Uh, better than that Batman movie, but... <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the better known as... I know you. I know you. I knew I knew you. I knew I knew you. But you ain't you. Uh, sorry, they have, we're in the middle of the sex scene right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's rolling around 90s sex. I think this is in every steamy 90s movie. Steamy. You like should the, commentate it, like, like a ESPN sportscaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's over already. Yeah. Well, it's Kevin Sorbo. I'm surprised it lasted that long. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little old for him. He thinks she's 19. <laughs> He put fire in her mouth. That's, that's something. Definitely. All right. All right. Let's do it. Better known as, we will start off with the director, John Nicolella, uh, who would pass away not that long after this. Uh, 1998, he died, it looks like. Um, yeah, this was the la- I was going to make a joke about this being his last movie, but now I can't. I was like, this was so bad. They just, you know, this you couldn't direct after this anymore. Uh, but no, he died. <clears throat> oh, no. What? Oh, wait, I do have a button for that. Yeah. Uh, he directed an episode of a show I always mention when it pops up. Uh, in 1995, he directed an episode of Mantis uh, on Fox. I, like, I don't know why that show is so stuck in my head, but like, it was on right before the X-Files. It was on at 8, X-Files was 9 o'clock. Right. <clears throat> and it was the shitty... Like, superhero show. Like, he was this doctor who invented, like, an exosuit that, like, let him be, like, a superhero. And, like, yeah, it was fucking terrible. That sounds very 1995. Uh, He directed a series of TV movies, Vanishing Sun, all in 1994. One through four. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Did three episodes of the 90s Untouchables uh, TV series. Uh, an episode of Melrose Place, three episodes of the spinoff of that show, The Heights. Uh, er, yeah, it was all in the same like 90210 universe. Um, anything else worth noting? He did a Mike Hammer TV movie in 1989. Uh, nine episodes of Miami Vice from 1985 to 1987. Nice. His first directorial uh, role was directing Don Johnson's music video for the song Heartbeat. 
Oh, definitely better known for that. Yeah, yeah. It's probably what he's best known as. Uh, next up, uh, fucking douchebag <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Uh, he has made some films uh, over the years. Um, you know, film skewing to a certain viewpoint. Mm. Uh, and we're just going to gloss over uh, most of them. Basically, anything that still says in production or post production, yeah, skip right over. It's it's all like it, a lot of sci fi, like Dragon Man, The Adventures of Luke Star, like Spartacus Z, like yeah, yeah. I'm sure these are going to be blockbusters. May so. I may I bring up the <coughs> Sorbo role that's very important to me that I already brought brought up in the chat? Yes, it's that he plays a deadbeat dad of Benjamin McKenzie's character on the OC, and he's just as terrible. <laughs> there as he is pretty much everywhere else but at least he was on the oc everyone watched the oc that's that's the story <laughs> he was in a movie called bezos is this a jeff bezos movie? oh it for sure is yeah it's gotta be i'm sure it's uh Does he play bezos <laughs> I'm sorry. Bezos. yeah if he if kevin sorbo's in it, i'm sure it's like some fucking like fox news produced fucking movie or something Trillionaire glorification. The Jeffrey Bezos song. So good. Leonard Regio. Uh, I assume that's based on a real person that I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know any of these names. Oh, Mackenzie Bezos was his wife. Okay, anyway, we're uh, back to Kevin Sorbo. I mean, he is most well-known as Hercules uh, from the 90s TV, uh, syndicated TV series. Well, no, 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 that depends for a certain subset of the country. That's true. He's best known for his other work. Like, yeah, his, like, God's Not Dead movies. Uh, oh. Yeah. I tried. I... He's in three episodes of Supergirl. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't even remember. He's known on, as a meme, also. <laughs> yeah, he is the disappointed meme. If, nobody's not, if anybody's not familiar with that, he is clearly... You know, reading a stage direction that he thought was part of the script. Uh, it was an, it's an outtake from Hercules. I think he might have even made it into the show. No, it is in the show, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, he says a line, and then at the end he just goes, disappointed. Like, he was clearly reading the fucking <laughs> stage direction. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? That works, you know? Yeah. Disappointed. And that Mythica series he's in. The descriptions always sound really good. I'm not even familiar with it. Oh, it's another fantasy, like, swords and sorcery series. And okay. the trailers look good. But Lich I'm never King's sure. zombie legions ravaged the world. All right. Look at the production values better. Yeah. See that weird lich guy riding a dragon. And, you know, again, fights look okay. <laughs> Sets look decent. So... <laughs> Nick said this fucking movie rules. Oh, <laughs> uh, look who shows medicine. up. Yeah. You don't count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he missed the beating he took in the first uh, segment of this show. 6.5, dude. Really? 6. fucking 5? Jesus Christ. I think he typoed that. I think he meant to type 5.6? 5.6. <laughs> that I believe. He, meant, no, he yeah. stands firmly by this movie. Uh, I, I still contend. It sounds like a Nickelback concert being played over a Conan uh, home production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like kids reenacting Conan in the backyard. Uh, uh, he did a lot of those Mythica movies. There's quite That's a few. What I'm saying. Of them. There's like seven of them, and I don't, I haven't tried them out. But what, from what I've seen, the trailers look decent. 
Uh, God's Not Dead, of course. He's one of those Left Behind movies, too. Can't be dead if you don't Does exist. anyone know the premise of God's Not Dead? What's, what's that premise? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, the movie takes place in a world where anybody who believes in God is completely oppressed and beaten down, uh, and everybody hates them because they like Jesus and... Uh, <laughs> That's about, about about the plot, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Basically, what they did to the women during the Salem witch trial. Yeah, yeah. Just for being women. Well, no, he just tries to disprove Ooh. that somebody being an atheist is. Uh, what did he say? Oh, Matt, Matt Mercer. Mercer. All I heard was Matt Mercer. Yeah, I'm on board, Matt Mercer. Oh, yeah. plays the villain in some of those mythical. Oh, okay. Here for it. Let's go. Um. Yeah, see, Nick. Nick's not here, and now we're just skewing to the left. Our opinions are all just coming. Yeah, out. We don't have to. <laughs> Safe. Welcome to Big Dumb Monsters, comrade. Not yet. It's gonna lower a red star from the ceiling next week. My reviews are designed as regrettable. <laughs> oh god never cry werewolf that was a movie kevin sorbo was in great you know what happens now i have to watch you have it to watch that piece and i have to talk about it god damn it well now we could it's be a good time to mention uh fucking art's upcoming project uh for the channel yeah so i will be doing a, a little spin-off show called regrettable reviews featuring uh me doing uh, a miniature version of the show boiled down um, where I catch the things that the guys kind of don't touch on because they're not big enough. They're not shit we don't want to watch. Shit they don't want to watch. So like <laughs> Twilight I'm going to cover. Yes. AJ's going to be on for that one. Yes. Um, but otherwise, like the actual movies that I kind of like but don't really feature a monster or any protagonist or antagonist in that way. Um so it's going to be a lot of sci-fi mostly, but there's ghost haunting stuff that you guys wouldn't really ever want to cover. Yeah. That I think fits. And not to say that like we wouldn't do something that you would do or you wouldn't do something that we've already done. Like Different points of view are always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So those are going to be just little short episodes that I throw out um, just to you know, fill in the gaps, give you a taste of something else. A refresher. Yeah. Open a beer to that. Um, let's see. He was in an episode of Psych. Um, I hear that's a good show. I never, I've never actually seen it, but I know a lot of people say like it was a really good show. It's another one of those shows where it's great for a few seasons, and then like that's the formula, you know. Um, it's not going to change. It's just a different crime happening to it's a different just person. more of the same. Just yeah. solving a crime as a fake psychic detective. All right, all right. Uh, yes, seven episodes of the OC. Woo! It's an episode of Two and a Half Men. Uh, somehow comes out looking worse than Charlie Sheen in that. Uh, yeah. Again, Kevin Sorbo. He's done that for one episode and still worse than all of Charlie Sheen put together. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Wait, he's right over uh, the only good thing I've ever seen him in. Uh, according to Jim? No, it was up, <laughs> up, up, up. Andromeda. Oh, Andromeda. Oh, oh, 110 episodes of that. Jesus He's the Christ. captain of the ship. He's Kirk. Oh, okay, okay. I did not even realize that. Yeah. Huh. All right. That show was on for fucking five years. God damn. Yeah. All right. Uh, he was only in two episodes of Xena Warrior Princess. I thought they crossed over like way more than that. She probably came to his show. Yeah. Because 
why would he go to a woman's show? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have to lower himself like that. Uh, he played uh, Hercules for 111 episodes. Only uh, <laughs> Wait, so he played almost as many episodes as Captain Butthurt. Um, yeah, one more than the fucking Andromeda. Wow. Yeah. See, like I said, that's what I know him from. <laughs> Uh, Hercules and Xena animated movies. Hercules and Xena, Wizards of the Screen. Uh, Hercules in the Maze of the Minotaur, 1994. God, those movies, that show is like almost 30 years old. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but in 1993, he was in Murder, She Wrote! I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, he was in one episode of Cheers in 1992 uh, and an episode of First and Ten on HBO in 1988. Uh, up next, Tia Carrera. Uh, probably, obviously, I'm going to say most well-known as being Cassandra in the Wayne's World movies. Um, she is a voice in every one of those Lilo and Stitch movies, though. Because well, um, she's Nani. She's one of the main characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like she is in the upcoming live-action remake also. Different character, unfortunately. I that was a That's joke. A, yeah, no, they're in production. Really making it? Yeah, it's, so it's in production. In production, and she has a character named Mrs. Kakoa. I hope Stitch is cute and not ugly like Sonic was that one time. <laughs> I hope it's nasty, and I hope that they make a horror spinoff. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched Winnie the Pooh yet. It's coming. I thought you did watch that. No, I was going to, but then I got too high and I got upset about them eating Eeyore, and so I didn't watch it. <laughs> wow. Uh, wait, what's Nick saying now? Hey Dave, how are you? I called in sick to the podcast, so Art is covering my shift. Oh, hey Dave, what's up? Woo! Dave from Insane Games. Yeah, Dave. Um, who? Oh yeah, what else? I mean, she's made the rounds in a lot of like TV series, on like a lot of one-offs. Uh, NCIS Los Angeles. Um, let's see, Stretch Armstrong. Uh, she was in an episode of Family Guy. Gloss over the le- the Legend of Hawaiian. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I went right over it. 2018. Legend of Halloween. So apparently Halloween in Hawaii yeah. is uh, celebrated differently. Uh, she was in two episodes of Hawaii 5-0. Uh, Asteroid versus Earth. Oh. 2014. I'm going to say sci-fi original movie. Yeah, Almost. Need to look. Yeah. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Uh, she was in 14 episodes of Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Uh, she played old Daphne at one point in that, uh, among other voice roles. Um, she was in two episodes of Warehouse 13. That was a sci-fi, uh, series. Check out. Uh, CSI Miami. She was in three episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Nip Tuck, The O.C. Uh, she did a voice in the first Saints Row game, 2006. Hmm. Uh, and I mentioned we mentioned all the Lilo and Stitch. Uh, and she was also on the OC. Yeah, uh, one episode. Yeah. Sometimes there's tie-ins like that, and I bet it would be the same episode if we looked. <laughs> oh, that would be really weird. Also, who was she on Curb? Uh, she was Richard Lewis's girlfriend for a couple of episodes. Oh, like the hot girlfriend. Oh. She was the one who like worked in Larry's office and like would always like say something when he goes to the bathroom. Like oh, was yeah. keeping track of like yeah, when he I, goes to the bathroom a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was in four episodes of Johnny Bravo. <laughs> That's a good. That should not have been something I watched as a child. 
Oh, I but it was it. a good. Crime. That was something Most I watched as a college student, like getting drunk before going out. Like, yeah, dude, I watched those. I used like to pretend a, to be him all the time, either preteen or young teen. You hilarious. know, like yeah, in college, like Friday, like that Friday night cartoon, cartoon block with like a. Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, like fucking. I think they showed Powerpuff Girls Hell in there yeah, too. Powerpuff Girls. Like that shit would always be on. We were like, yeah. you know, cow and chicken, Remember pre-gaming chicken? before going out. With the devil with his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she did a voice in the Hercules TV series on Disney. Uh, of course, called the Conqueror. She was in High School High with John Lovitz in 1996. Um. So she was in True Lies in 1994. Yeah. That's a fucking great movie. She's the the, the archaeologist vi- or whatever. Yeah, like the, the second the villain. Spy yeah, yeah. Um, she was in Rising Sun in 1993 with uh, Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, uh, she was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1992 on a dead man's chest. This one came up a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what did she do on a dead man's chest? It's directed by William Friedkin. So oh, shit. we have a sound effect for Murder She Wrote, but not for uh, for Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. We need to work that on that. Bothers me. Yeah, deeply. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she did something on a dead man's chest. <laughs> uh, yeah, Greg Allman was in this episode. Jesus. Wait, like from the Allman Brothers? <laughs> what? Steve Jones. Uh, from fucking uh, it's a character named Hulk. Uh, no, is it the Sex Pistols? Fucking no, not the Sex Pistols. The fucking the Clash. It's one of those two bands. I don't know. I yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Uh, he was in the gorilla. He was in the Gorillas for a while. I want to say too. <laughs> was in the Pistols. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Uh, even from afar. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Up next, Thomas Ian Griffith. We have talked about him uh, recently. He was the main bad guy in John Carpenter's Vampires. He is probably most well-known as Terry Silver in fucking Karate Kid Part 3 and currently in um, fucking Cobra Kai. Um, some of the other things he's... Well, we don't have to go too far into him because we've talked about him before. He was in Triple X in 2002. There were Time Cop sequels? There were straight to video time cop sequels. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but no Jean Claude Van Damme? Nope. Oh, never mind. The movie's only good for him. Yeah. God, I miss these buttons. Uh, Drone damn buttons. Yeah. It's my buttons. We do. I just haven't programmed them. Um, yeah, we won't go too far into them. We're going to move on from there. You have never seen Credit Kid Part 3? I have never seen it all the way through. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't feel as bad now. Yeah. You can see everything you need to from Karate Kid 3 in the, the clips in Cobra Kai that they show. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. I, yeah, I never saw the whole thing. Like I saw it in bits and pieces. Like, uh, But I, yeah, I know the whole hey, story. act shocked by what this guy's most known for. Try, yeah. try to act shocked. Please do. <laughs> I want to see the it's his shock. It's his first role, so that'll be the finale. Like I want to see the shock <laughs> on everybody's face. Uh, up next, we have Lightfoot, who played... Uh, What's her name? Zarelka? 
Z- Zulika. Her brother. Z- Z- Zeralto. 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 Z- Zoloft. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> Zeralto's also a medicine, just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Zeralto. Simbalta. That's Cymbalta. it, yeah. Um, he was most recently in a TV series called Spirit Rangers. That was 2022. Shows up in an episode of House of Cards in 2014. Uh, shows up in an episode of CSI Miami. He's in the movie Adaptation. Uh, that was 2002. Uh, I remember that one. It's with Nicolas Cage where he's playing like the twins and like they're learning how to like screenwrite. Oh. It's very fucking meta. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And that's got a 7-7 seven, seven here. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, he played Nightwolf in Mortal Kombat oh. Annihilation. Did he? Oh. Yeah. Did he? Surprise. Yeah, Surprise? yeah. Surprise? Okay. Uh, that was a movie we watched uh, one of our quarantine movie nights. Ascalante. Uh, that was his Ascalante was, was his movie. Ascalante. Believe it or not, his <laughs> first role was in a movie in 1995. The Indian in the <laughs> cupboard. Yeah. Oh, I loved that movie when I was. <laughs> I was gonna try and beep out. Yeah, wait, wait. The Guess who we played? <laughs> oh. Really? <laughs> that was the joke. I got it. I got it. <laughs> he played the cupboard. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. oh, that's this guy's name. I knew. I know this guy, but Roy Brocksmith. God damn, that PBR is a delicious beer that tastes even better out of a bottle. I'll, I'll email them next. Yeah, yeah. Um, Since Utica Club doesn't care about us anymore. Yeah. Utica Mortal Club. Kombat Annihilation was part of my formative years. Um, I know it's a terrible movie, but it has Sindel in it, so it makes it a little bit better. Oh, one of the worst movies And ever. now, the new you one looks pretty will die. Last one was okay. Didn't we watch that also in oh, quarantine ones, movie yeah, like night? The one that came out, yeah. That's a good one. I, I remember that. Yeah, we did all watch that together on Discord. Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, Roy Brocksmith played the eunuch uh, in this movie. Uh, he is he dead? Yeah, <laughs> died in two thousand one. Yeah, died in two thousand and one. Uh, his last role was in Ally McBeal in two thousand two episodes of that. Before that, he was in the Psycho remake in nineteen ninety eight. There is no reason to watch the Psycho remake uh, from 1998. Uh, unless you want to see Vince Vaughn beat off. Yeah, I mean, it's a shot-for-shot fucking remake of Psycho. Like, just go watch Psycho. Like, Although, I guess if I want to watch Vince Vaughn beat off, i just watch him watching Call of the Conqueror. Because that feels like something he would beat off to. <laughs> to Kevin Sorbo, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo talking about 19-year-olds. <laughs> that gets him going. Uh, he was in an episode of Beyond Belief, uh, Fact or Fiction. That was the Jonathan Frakes uh, like oh, TV yeah. show where you talk about like paranormal stuff. Uh, he was an episode of Babylon five in 1997. Uh, let's see anything. Oh, there's definitely stuff worth mentioning. He was an episode of deep space nine in 1995. Uh, he was an episode of ah, real monsters in 1995. <laughs> uh, he was an episode of the George Carlin show in 94. Uh, he's in the HUD sucker proxy also in 94. That's with, uh, Tim Robbins. Uh, an episode of Lois and Clark in 1993. He's making the rounds on TV. Coach in 1993. Uh, Down the Shore in 1993. That was another like Fox sitcom that was on at that time. Uh, the Golden Girls 1991. Shows up in Seinfeld in 91. Uh, Erie, Indiana 91 again. The Wonder Years. Ferris Bueller. 
the TV show, uh, 1991. Yeah, there was a, I did not what? Know that was a thing. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston played uh, his sister, uh, Jeannie Bueller, and, and that. Yeah. So the the baby, the, the don't nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah. Part? Yeah. 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 Uh, he was also in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey in 1991. Oh. Uh, L.A. Law. He was in Father Dowling Mysteries in 1990. So that's now two instances of old people solving murders uh, on the show <laughs> tonight. Say, isn't that just the yeah the men's version? We there we there are like five old people uh, solving murder shows, and if we can get them all into one, better known as we call it the Pentaveret of uh, <laughs> what is old one people's. Columbo? It's um, Murder She Wrote, uh, Father Dowling Mysteries, uh, Diagnosis Murder, okay. Matlock, okay. and fuck, what's the last one? Nick, help me out. And have it us. Yeah. Murder oh, there's the fish. There's the fish. We said father. Oh, there's the fish. There's the fish. That's a good looking fish, right? Like That's fucking. Good ass fish. And oh. then he pukes fish on her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice. fish that pukes more fish. I got you this fish that pukes fish. Father Dowling was the, the start of this, Nick. I think oh, Quincy. Not. Quincy was Quincy. number five. Yeah, yeah. He's just listing them now. Yeah. yeah. Diagnosis murder. You're going in the order that Nick, that Chris went. Matt Matt Literally. Go ahead, add Quincy, Quincy. Say, Say it. Quincy. Say, Say it. it. Say the thing. Do it, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <My ball better. laughs> you good. Oh, God. I had to. No, I mean, I, I, I was hoping I would get a reaction. That was a good one. You should um, have the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song as one of your songs. Oh, boy. Doogie Howser. Uh, yeah, he shows up in Doogie oh, Howser. That movie I'm not allowed to watch with my wife home. Arachnophobia? Yeah. That's for afraid of spiders? That movie would fuck her up. Yeah. <laughs> She'd rather watch like eight legged freaks where they're not realistic. Yeah, they're giant. Yeah. Uh he was in total recall in nineteen ninety. He was the doctor, uh fucking from the clinic that uh Schwarzenegger goes to. He was in three episodes of Tales from the Crypt. For which we don't have a sound effect. Yeah, surprisingly, including the very first episode, uh The Man Who Was Death. Uh and then uh The Switch uh, in nineteen ninety, which is the episode that comes up a lot on this also. That's the one that one that uh Schwarzenegger directed. Um and then cutting cards uh, comes up every now and again on this one. That's the one. He's Lance Hendrickson and like Kevin Teague, and they're like they're gamblers, and they end up playing fucking chop poker. Fucking like at the end of the episode, they're just like stumps, like fucking playing poker. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, he was in Tango and Cash in 1989. Oh, yes. Love that a Stallone classic. Uh, Next Generation, 1989, Night Court, 89. Uh, he's in Scrooge in 88. That's a classic fucking Christmas movie. By any chance, is that 1988 film, Killer Instinct, at all based on the awesome fighter video game? <laughs> it is not. That Good Killer Instinct was that not out until 94, I didn't think I so. Say. I was yeah. thinking maybe there was a precursor to the version I played or something. Yeah, I want to say that came out in like 90, maybe 92. Well, then whatever. Yeah care nothing for it uh but yeah a lot a lot of tv stuff hunter webster um 227 new heart silver spoons uh he was in wolf in 1981 oh. and that might be it for the uh, notable stuff yeah we will move on from King of the there. g words yeah hard g dropping hard g's there he uh, is 
<laughs> Raspy gay guy. Harvey Firestein. Sorry, what's that? Chop. <laughs> They're telling you something about Chop Poker. Oh, Chop Poker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harvey Firestein played Juba, the uh, the pirate captain. He has been in a ton of stuff. Uh, most recently, he was in Bros. That was last year. He's been in a couple of episodes of Big Mouth. Um, he was in seven episodes of the uh, the Dark Crystal uh, revival from a couple of years back. Uh, he played Ursula in the Little Mermaid uh, live action concert film. Uh, he was in an episode of BoJack Horseman. Uh, two episodes of The Family Guy. Nurse Jackie, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's right. He's Lily's smoking voice in How I Met oh, Your Mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never show. put that together. Another great show until like the last season. And then yeah, you, just, you watch it for a while, and then you're just like, The last episode it made me so upset for several weeks. I was not yeah. yeah. over it. I literally made a post about it every year. It comes up, and I remind myself why I don't need to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. She was did a did a voice in Kingdom Hearts two. She was in Mulan two. Wait, who was who was she? Yao, uh, from Mulan. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever even seen Mulan. Uh, what? Yeah. <gasps> the first one or the that? second one? Either of them. Really? I yeah. only, well, we I say that I recently action. watched it. Yeah. We watched the live action, which does not have Eddie Murphy in it. I, I had a job when Mulan came out. I wasn't watching Mulan. Like, I remember oh, I, I was went to the Happy Meal and I got. I, went to, I didn't see it till I went last to McDonald's. Year. I, I worked at McDonald's, yeah. OG Szechuan sauce and a, and a Mulan toy. Uh, Rick and Morty hype aside, that oh. sauce was the shit. Now, I there's a movie. Oh, Independence Day? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was 1996. He was in... Uh, Only a 7.0 on this. That's Nick crazy. Goddamn 6.5 bullshit. Uh, Bullets over Broadway uh, with Chaz Palminteri, 1994. Mrs. Doubtfire, 93. Oh. oh, in 1992, he was in... Murder, She Wrote! <laughs> That's always going to be funny. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shows up in an episode of Miami Vice in 1986. Uh, we will move on from there. Up next, Karina Lombard. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> she was. Uh, she's been in some stuff here and there. Uh, she's in something upcoming called The Oath. Um, as far as recent stuff, she was in an NBC show, Timeless. That was 2016. Uh, oh yeah that's podcasting right there folks <laughs> uh she was in an episode of ncis csi new york um she was in five episodes of rescue me which is a fucking great show uh, i mean to rewatch that um she was in 16 episodes of the l word that was from 2004 to 2009 fucking great show also um shows up in an episode of the original flavor csi um Anything else worth mentioning? The Call the Conqueror. Violet Earth. Uh, she's in Legends of the Fall in 1994. She's in the Doors movie in 1991. Uh, that was her second role ever. As a Warhol actress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Res- Rescue Me did get really weird at the end of it. Uh, it kind of kind of got off the rails like in the last season or so. Uh, up next, Edward Tudor Pole. He played the uh, the uh, the burned up dude, the wizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not in much memorable stuff. He was in an episode of Game of Thrones in 2012. 
Um, he was in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, 2002. What? His scene's deleted, though. Yeah, oh, Mr. Borgen. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Oh, like Borgen and Blot, like or probably no, probably and Blot. Something. It's it's in store. Uh, <laughs> he was in the 1998 uh, non-musical Les Misérables, which wasn't a bad movie. Um, Seven point four. Yeah. Um, in an episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1996, Horror in the Night. A uh, double-crossing jewel thief is shot and hides out in a hotel where he starts to hallucinate about a mysterious, beautiful woman. Interesting. We really need to get on this Patreon show where we just do Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that could be a whole thing. Yeah. That yeah. would be very fun to do as a subset. Hell yeah. Oh no, we have to watch. Watch an episode of Tales from the Tales Crypt. Crypt. Um, anything else? Oh, uh, it was an episode of Indiana Jones Chronicles, 1992. A lot of people in this were in that uh, series as well. Uh, shows up in Muppet Television, 1989. Uh, also the Storyteller, 88. That's another Jim Henson uh, like anthology series. Uh, the 87 version of The Secret Garden number. We had to watch that in school. Oh, great movie. Uh, he was in Sid and Nancy in 1986. That's why I saved this. It's the hotelier in the UK. Uh, we will move on from there. Up next, Douglas Henshaw. He was the, uh, dude who looked a little special. Uh, one of, like, the, uh, like, the lords, uh, like, in the, uh. Uh, he, uh, when he gets killed, like, he's the guy that, like, she pushes him out the window and he explodes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. I just watched this movie again and I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, when Tia Carrera, like, she, like, touches his forehead, like, he catches on fire and, like, she shoves him out a window and, like, he just explodes. Like, it looks like one of those, like, stock footage things of a car going over a cliff, but it's like a dummy, like, going down a cliff and it just explodes. I thought explodes. that was, uh, the wizard dude. That she did that too, because she's mad at him. Shit, you might be right. No, no, it was him. Because like when she does it, like his eyes are like, ooh, like kind of crossed when he goes out the window. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I think it's this scene right here. I thought where he basically insinuates that you should be sleeping with me instead. No, because the wizard dude, remember, he gets uh, pushed into the fire and like disintegrates in a very cheesy CGI yeah, effect. Yeah, and that actually threw me off later on. Yeah, because she gets mad at him here. She's about to do it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're going to go out on the balcony. No, it was the other dude. I'm telling you. Oh. Yeah. He screams there. You're right. Uh, you must yeah. be right. I just don't remember what he said to her that pissed her off. <laughs> Douglas Henshaw. Um, still in things that are upcoming. Not really a lot of known stuff. In Plain Sight. Wasn't that it? Oh, no. I thought it was the uh, like TNT series, but it doesn't appear to be. Outlander, uh, four episodes like of that. Outlander, yeah. Eight four, I would guess they do. Yeah, uh, blowjobs across time. Uh, from what I understand, that Sorry, show to be what? about. That's pretty much what I understand that show to be about. It's people like time traveling and I, fucking people <laughs> in other times. I kind of want to go watch it. I, <laughs> I already did want to, but now yeah. I have an eight point four interest. <laughs> I have an eight point four interest. Stop talking about one man car wrecks. How rude. <laughs> Some trauma happening right now. How I Was Stolen by the Germans. Uh, as a 2011 movie. Uh, there had to be a reason I saved this fucking dude. Primeval. Primeval, 16 episodes. That was a British show. 
The British guy was on British TV? What? Believe it or not, yeah. Anna Karenina. Gentleman's Relish. Oh. Okay, first off, I don't know what Gentleman's Relish is. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, the that. lady has some Gentleman's Relish across her forehead right That's now. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I say. Anytime you finish outside, it's called the Gentleman's Relish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The Gentleman's it's Relish. Nice having me on a mic. <laughs> I know why I saved him. He played oh. T.E. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, in two episodes of uh, the Indiana Jones Chronicles or uh, the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Okay. Um, Call. Yeah, anything else worth mentioning? He was in Rose Red. Uh, nope, not even the St- Stephen King thing. Nope, nope it's short. Um, that's probably it. Yeah, like the rest of this just kind of looks like me. Yeah. Taggart. Moving on, Sven Ole Thorson, who we have also talked about before. Uh, I forget exactly what movie. We'll get to it, though. He is probably most well-known for being LaFors uh, in Mallrats. Um, he has been in a ton of shit, though, over the years. Um, he was ooh, excuse me, also in that one Time Cops uh, sequel. Also, that says SS Bodyguard. So are you telling me in that time? Oh, it's the Berlin Decision. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a Nazi Germany Time Cop sequel. Yeah. I might watch that even though there's no <laughs> JCVD. <laughs> he was in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. That was 2003. I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, he's in The Sum of All Fears in 2002. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Collateral Damage. Uh, that was when... Uh, Schwarzenegger started like the downslope of his career. Uh, that was 2002. Uh, he shows up in Gladiator in 2000. Uh, Tigress. Yeah, that's a fucking great movie. Uh, he's in The 13th Warrior in 1999. That's a good movie, too. Yeah. Uh, he was in the original Baywatch series for two episodes. He's in Best of the Best 4. Uh, I, oh, I will mention before I forget to mention it later. Uh, coming up, I will plug us. We're going to be at... Uh, Saratoga Comic Con in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be talking uh, at a panel with fucking Eric Roberts. So there, there will be best of the best questions. Fucking Tom and I were here last night fucking coming up with questions and things to talk about. Uh, I legit cannot wait to talk to Eric Roberts. Uh, then we're also doing the horror panel uh, on Sunday. Uh, and also we have, uh, well, we're not going to spoil that. We have a guest coming up this Sunday. Hmm. Not not this, not tomorrow. This next coming Sunday. Uh, who will also be at the con. Uh, but anyway, back to the credits. This uh, Sven Lee Thorson shows up in George of the Jungle, 1997. Shows up in the classic Baywatch spinoff, Baywatch Nights. Steamy Baywatch. <laughs> Uh, he shows up in Bulletproof in 1996 with Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Um, shows up in Eraser in 96 with Schwarzenegger. Uh, Mallrats, 95, uh, of course, LaFours. Shit, you don't know who LaFours is? Uh, he's in The Quick and the Dead also in 1995. I fucking love that movie. Uh, I've seen that. Oh, it's a Sam Raimi-directed Western uh, that a, sounds good. Yeah, oh, dude, it's so good. It's about this town that has like a tournament, like a gunfighter tournament every year, and like it's just you know the quick and the dead. Whoever oh. you know, the quickest person fucking wins. And like, yeah, every, like fun. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, Lance Hendrickson's in it, Gene Hackman's in it, Sharon Stone's in it, Russell Crowe's in it. Like, literally everybody's in this fucking movie. 
It sounds good. Yeah, it's it's a great. Generally fucking speaking, movie. If someone says western. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like, you have to add that modifier, something else there. Sam Raimi directed yeah, western. Yeah, Sam Raimi western. All right. I yeah. Know. Uh, I have. It's been way too long since I've watched that movie. <laughs> Nick said, if you don't ask Armand Asante, or if, uh, if you don't ask Eric Roberts what Armand Asante smells like, I'll be upset with you. And to be frank, I'll be upset too, because I want to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds have asked. Uh, little known fact that we discovered yesterday. This is the, hold on. Why does she get topless here? I don't know, but yeah. I loved it. <laughs> now that I'm complaining. You don't yeah. see anything. But yeah. It was uh, just like her and her book. Oh, God. I can't think of the word for the under things. Oh, uh, bloomers! Bloomers! There yeah. We uh, Eric Roberts' boxing coach—I forget what for what movie—in uh, the '80s was Danny Trejo. Love it. Yeah, I'm, I definitely want to ask about that. Uh, this dude is in the Steven Seagal classic on Deadly Ground. Oh, yeah, that's the one where he's kicking ass for the environment. Oh, oh. yeah. Cyborg two. Cyborg 2, Glass Shadow. Dude, Hard that's Target, thing. Last Action Hero. Yeah. Sorry. Hard Target, 1993, Last Action Hero. I, I love Last Action Hero. Like, that movie got... So good. Yeah, that movie got shit on for years, but it is so good. 6.5, a little harsh, but better yeah. than some of the other ratings they got here. Um, he plays the demon in uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. The demon that's, like, haunting Bruce Lee's family. Oh. Um, that's another fucking awesome movie I haven't watched in a long time. Uh, he's an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, uh, Quantum Leap. Solid show. Uh, he's in Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, I love that. Uh, shows up as a mall security guard in uh, Terminator 2. Um, shows up in the original Flash TV series in three episodes. Shows up in Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe, with uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, 1990. He is in this show from the 90s that I remember when I was a kid called Captain Power. Uh, it was called Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Twins! Um, yeah, he's in Twins in 88. Uh, the the like the concept of this show was it was a show and a toy line and like the the toy like everybody in the show had like their own like spaceship or whatever and like you could buy the toy and like it had like the toy had like a pistol grip so you can hold it like and like fly it. And like you can, you could fire it. Would fire the guns, but you would have it on during the TV show. You'd have it during the TV show, and like somehow the TV show was like sending signals to the toy to like like you were in the fucking gunfight. Like oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when like they were firing at you, like you'd get hit. Like on the you, you know the toy would like light up or whatever. Like um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. I had actually his figure uh, and on like ship Tank Ellis. Um, he was in The Hunt for Red October in 1990 also. Another fucking pandemic movie that we watched. Yeah. Uh, that is just, just awesome. Movie. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Twins, Red Heat. So he's worked with uh, Stallone, or not Stallone, Schwarzenegger quite a bit. Um, yeah, Captain Power. Fucking, uh, that, I was watching that show every fucking Sunday morning with that goddamn thing. Um, oh, Running Man. He's in The Running Man, 1987. Predator. That's why we talked about him. He was in Predator, 1987. He's in the first Lethal Weapon, also another classic. Uh, Raw Deal. I don't know what it was about Prince the Sonya. fucking Conan. Conan. Con yeah, oh, and then this. Conan the Destroyer. Right. About that. Conan the Barbarian. I, like I don't know what it was about the 80s, but like they just perfected action movies. Like, well, it was cocaine. It was cocaine. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah. 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 We, that's what Hollywood is missing. Yeah. Is a lot of cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like, I think that's a thing that Hollywood would get behind if we... Hashtag, end the strike, give everyone cocaine. I think I will even go so far as to say that, like, Last Action Hero was, like, the end of that era of, like, the perfect, like, action Honestly, yeah. Last Action Hero was the last action hero for me. Yeah. Wow. Until you get to, like, The Expendables, um, where it's almost just an homage and a joke, like a self-burn. Which Eric Roberts was in. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, same thing. Like, yeah, it just, it, it wasn't the same. Like, it just, things just changed. People <sighs> weren't looking for it anymore. That's true, but like. But they just were like, oh, this is old men talking about when movies used to be better, but like. <laughs> um, no, they're coming back. Yeah, but they just didn't make those same type of movies anymore. They were like all like flash and like no substance but still like really fucking good yeah uh so who knows who knows what's nick saying he was in all the arnold stuff because they, they worked out, out together and they were in bodybuilding contests together okay they oiled each other up is what he's saying yeah they definitely or whatever they're i'm not here to ask questions they've had Did greasy hands on each other, other yeah. yeah that's hot yeah um yeah Conan the barbarian was his second role uh and the destroyer was his third role <laughs> he, he played Two, two different people and the, I just assumed yeah. it was the same character no and then I, uh, was straight into Red Sonja so Conan, yeah. Conan Red Sonja which was uh, the TNT lineup for years I'm uh, just surprised <laughs> that he then went on to like a standard action film yeah it was like fantasy 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 I'll hold a gun no joke for years like TNT like every like Friday and Saturday it was just like Conan, followed by Conan the Destroyer, followed by Red oh, Sonia. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Thorson. Uh, up next, Terry O'Neill. He played a person in this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. So that's what I say when they're. Whenever they don't have their role in the known for section, I have to fill oh, time. Dragonheart. Well, I'll get there. I'll get there. Sorry, he yeah. was in the better oh, known for. <laughs> he was in this uh, British series, uh, Holby City, uh, that has been like super long running on British TV. I have mentioned this before. The first time I went to Vegas, I somehow ended up like getting pissed drunk with this actor who was in that show. Like, uh, like it would, ended up in this dude's entourage somehow. Um. Anyway, fucking. He's in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in 2003. Uh, 2002, he's in the Gangs of New York. Um, what else? Entrapment 1999 uh, with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and uh, Sean Connery. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, he's in The Man Who Knew Too Little in 1997 with Bill Murray. Uh, called The Conqueror. Dragonheart, of course, 1996. Another Sean Connery uh, movie. Well, he's a voice in that. Uh, in the Name of the Father, 1993, with Daniel Day-Lewis. It's like an IRA movie. Uh, his very first role was in Conan the Destroyer, 1984. I remember seeing that in the drive-in when I was a kid. I was five. Uh, Pat Roach. He is most well-known as the Nazi who gets thrown into oh. the uh, airplane blades. And also the Nazi who gets thrown into the rock... Not the Nazi, the Indian guy. He's the Nazi who gets thrown into the airplane blades in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And he's the uh, Indian guy who gets thrown into the rock crusher in fucking uh, Temple of Doom. Uh, but he is also in a lot of uh, horror movies over the years. Um, Call the Conqueror, of course. He is Zolki... Zulki um, shows up in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves as the oh. Celtic chieftain. 
Um, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Uh, Crusade. He plays a Gestapo. Uh, he's in Willow. He's oh, he's General Kale in fucking Willow. Oh. The dude with the skull mask. Yeah, yeah. I love that mask. That helmet is awesome. That is very fucking cool. I've wanted to make one for a long time. Yeah, that that'd be like an like I've seen a few of those cosplays over the years, but not many. Like that's one that like people would fucking really like go like think was cool. Uh, he's in Red Sonia. Uh, and Conan the Destroyer, uh, we mentioned Temple of Doom. He's in Never Say Never Again, uh, 1983. It was Sean Connery's last uh, James Bond movie. Uh, again, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He is in. He plays Hephaestus uh, in yeah, <laughs> Clash of the Titans. He, play, he has hepatitis and plays Hephaestus. <laughs> I thought I was going to slip that one in there, but you got it. You picked it up. Hephaestus? I've been saying Hephaestus my entire life. <laughs> I've been wrong. It's like when Ted thought chameleon was pronounced chameleon. That just means that you do a lot of reading. It doesn't mean anything bad. Although, (sighs) in this case, I would tend to agree that it's spelled Hephaestus. Weigh in, chat. His very first role was in A Clockwork Orange, 1971. Such a good film. Yeah, his second role was another uh, fucking, what's his name, Uh, Stanley Kubrick film, Barry Lyndon. I don't know that film. That one, I think, is like the French fucking like like military or something, like in the 1800s, 18th century England, sorry. Irish rogue wins the heart of a rich widow and assumes her dead husband's aristocratic position in 18th century England. Okay, but like, the... The description does not make that sound interesting at all. Yeah. Nor does it seem to have anything to do with the clearly, I don't know, it looks like Wild West cowboy dueling they're about to do in the, <laughs> from the, the, God damn it. Poster? The poster. Thing. Yeah. This is where the dude goes out the window, I think. This guy looks like he should be riding the short yes, bus. Yes. Okay. Yes. This guy. He's like a chromosome short of, uh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't think he's Lord. short. I think he's got an extra one. <laughs> Probably somewhere between 22 and 23. <laughs> just wedged in there. Just just uh, somewhere there. That range. <laughs> oh, uh, that guy. Paul Kinman uh, was in this movie. He has been in stuff recently. He was in Asteroid City, which I turned off after about 30 minutes because I am fucking sick of Wes Anderson. <laughs> uh, he was in an episode of The Witcher in 2019. I've seen none of that. Uh, here he is. This guy just he catches fire. Yep, you're right. He, eyes go crossed. <laughs> there he goes. Goes out the window Everybody. like in Braveheart. And then explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know that that's not how bodies work? That's not how burning works. <laughs> Her red hair is very jarring, I must admit. Oh, he also played a Hephaestus in Clash of the Titans, the 2010 version. Nice. That's nice Yeah, yeah. Google how to say it. <laughs> Merlin in 20, 2008 oh, uh, He's in Spartacus for two episodes uh, In 2004 Or Spartacus you know, It's all in the pronunciation Put uh, the on the wrong syllable Yeah <laughs> uh, anything else? He's in First Night in 95 With Sean Connery I like that movie really? Is that bad? <laughs> it's a 6 something on this 6.0 six oh. right, you know, yeah. Which is Gracious. Like a steamy medieval drama. I just, I liked getting swords. You know, I liked seeing knights and I liked all that. So yeah. I took what I could get. Uh, he also shows up in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles in 1993. Uh, and that's really it 
finally, we have Paul Weston. Uh, he had not in the. Is fucking, he dead? Because is he dead? Still alive? Okay, I just saw that the last thing that he was in was in 2016. So. Yeah, he's been in a lot of fucking uh, Bond movies, like a shitload of them. But he oh, was in uh, Rogue One uh, in 2016. Uh, still, my favorite Star Wars property. Uh, it's I think. So good. Well, second favorite behind Empire, of course. Fucking, what am I saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he was in Frankenstein Unbound in 1990. But yeah, he was in Living Daylights in 1987. He's in Top Secret in 1984. Ah, a great movie. So good. I know a little German. He's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's in uh, Return of the Jedi in 83. Uh, for Your Eyes Only in 1981. Nice. He is also in Raiders of the Lost Ark in 81. Uh, shows up in Moonraker in 1979. Spy Who Loved Me in 77. Uh, carry On Dick, 1974. <laughs> now, is that like... Kind of yeah, Carry it, On Dick. It doesn't. There's no comma. Yeah, or is that like... Is that your Carry On Dick, or are you yeah, checking no. that dick? I was going to say... This is 100% my on the plane dick. dick. <laughs> This is, this is for the flight. This dick is my personal item. It's very, very personal. Yeah. Very personal. I love how like, we all collectively thought about a dick going on an airplane. Like, this is, I know. It's like a little handle like, to carry it. Oh, my God. It's like a tattoo with a pop-out handle. But wait, is it big enough that it just sling it over your shoulder? You know? Oh, a sling. Oh, God. Uh, he's in a movie called The Satanic Rights of Dracula. I was just looking at that. I've sounds seen that. fucking <laughs> awesome. Sounds like dope. something I want to yeah. watch like, tonight. Yeah. 1973. I feel like I'm going to go home and look that up. Uh, and he's in Casino Royale in 1967 as well. So he's doing a lot of fucking we'll Bond stuff. Racking up the Bond movies, apparently. Uh, yeah. Like the Hammer Flick, Nick says. The, the, the Dracula, Satan. Oh, all right. Thank you, Nick. Uh, that sounded familiar. And yeah, his uh, first role was in six episodes of The Saint uh, in 1965 through 1966. Nice. That will do it for the better known as, and we will move on to the crapshoot. Oh. Yeah. Hoo-ha! Um, anyway, watch anything cool this week? Anything good? Uh, what we just checked out um, Haunting in Venice. How was that? I've never seen any of those new it, like it, Poirot Halloween movies. Party, but people want to act like it's something new, but it's really just the Halloween party. It's I don't know what the Halloween party is. It's, but... it's the Agatha Christie book. It's based on. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh. well, oh. yeah, it's an Agatha Christie book, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. they changed the title, and now all of the Halloween party books are being changed to a Haunting in Venice to match the movie. Uh, but the book is called the Halloween Party. Okay. Oh. Okay, well, I, I didn't know it was an Agatha Christie. Uh, yeah, all those machine. Poirot fucking, uh, like, Christian. Murder on the Orient Express and fucking um, Death on the Nile. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, it was it was good. Um, I don't know if the rest of them, you know, what they tie into and everything, but they, they, they really did a good job of leaving you, coming out of it, getting, you know, whatever you wanted out of it. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I don't know. I either would have liked it to be split up into a mini series with more content, or just like drop some of the bullshit and condense it. Um, All right. Did we watch anything good this week? We didn't watch any movies or anything. Did we we didn't... gave up on Goosebumps. Yeah, we what? were watching the Goosebumps. We gave up. Okay. It, yeah. it took a dramatic downturn in quality when Slappy came, and I'm sad to say that. 
No. Because Slappy no right. longer has a Boston accent. Now he's British. And I it's don't very care odd. about the accent. <laughs> I care all. about that. Okay. I do. So for me, what it was, was um, we've seen Goosebumps original TV show. We've seen a Goosebumps movie. Yep. Um, there's like 187 Goosebumps books. It's cool and how they tie it in directly to the book. I will say. It's not because they just tie it into the same four that they always have. Yeah, yeah. I, you have... We did a movie where Slappy comes to life right. and all that. Like, just pick a new monster. They brought the worms in, I, which I didn't know that that was a book. And then I looked it up afterwards, and it's very disturbing. The Go Eat Worms one? Yeah, sure. That's, you know. It's fucked up. That episode's yeah. very fucked up. Um, but I, I enjoyed But yeah, there so are far. better. Goosebumps. We haven't watched the newest one. Like, I just, I'm so. Yeah, we gave up on it. It's over. Yeah, I'm done. It's um, fine. You know, Horror it's... at Camp Jelly Jam was my favorite Goosebumps book growing up. I don't know that one. I didn't read it was all fucked of them. Up. It was about aliens, so that's it's that right is my up own. my alley. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? We saw Five Nights at Freddy's, which the animatronics were cool, but the movie was yeah, not good, mm. and I'm sorry. Mm. Um, I, it's it's 100 geared toward hardcore fans of Five Nights at Freddy's. I figured it was gonna be. Yeah, I don't know what anything. I liked about Willy's Wonderland. Is like yeah. I went into that going. Hey, I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's except for the base concept, and Willy's, this is a knockoff version of this, and this was enjoyable. Willy's yeah. Wonderland is the better version of the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I wish it was, I mean, I know it was for kids, so they couldn't get into it. They're not releasing another cut of it either. So it's like you knew kind of what you were going to get, but really what they did was they just took a fan theory and made a movie around it. Oh. <laughs> That's what they did. They did yeah. nothing original. Nick points out that who would have thought that Goosebumps would suffer from the same thing as Batman movies, and I assume he's saying just repeating the same villains over yeah. and over, even though yeah. you have 180 fucking villains to pick from. Yeah, like I've said this before, I don't need to see the Joker in a Batman movie for like 20 years. We've seen years. good versions, we've seen yeah. bad versions. Can I also tell y'all my other problem with the Goosebumps show? Did you start watching the show, or no? We're all the way current. Okay, um... Does it bother you that the theme song does not incorporate the TV theme song into it? Because no. they could have very easily just gone like dun 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 at the end of the theme song. I don't care. It, yeah, I, was I, I wasn't familiar enough with it to like know. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't care enough about the original show. Um, well, that sucks for you. But, but the books were written for me. You you were like. Do you remember the Choose Your Own Adventure books? I was explaining yeah. those to Chris. Those yeah. Choose Your Own Adventure books. You have to explain books. it to me. I know what they are. No, the Goosebumps ones, though. Oh, oh I don't know about Goosebumps up. ones. I think I have read one or two of them, probably. They were I like fucked the up. Adventures. They were like, you died. Sorry. Um, I saw this movie got picked up that's going to be out on Shudder. Uh, that just sounds fucking awesome. Uh, it's called Late Night with the Devil. Um, it's uh, it stars David Desmalchin from fucking Last Voyage of the Demeter. He was the first mate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he is like a talk show host. I guess it's like a found footage like horror movie. It's supposed to be like a '70s like talk show, and it starts out like you think it's like you know about the show. It's like it's like a comedy and like slowly like shit starts going fucking weird until like it's just like this all out fucking like demonic like fucking just like thing going on like it sounds awesome i uh, cannot wait to fucking to watch it uh i think it's coming out soon um what else did i see oh uh i was telling you guys i watched burial on hulu Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going yeah. in Halloween. This was just before Halloween. And so I go on Hulu, I go on Halloween, and I'm looking, and I'm a werewolf guy. That's the thing. So I go to the werewolf section. I'm like, Sam is sleeping. My son is sleeping. 
let's watch a werewolf movie. I really <laughs> want to see a werewolf. <laughs> he movie. did so tell us about the description this. of this movie, and I sent you the exact IMDb snapshot of it. Right? It's it's something to the effect of like at the end of World War II, Polish soldiers um, uh, fight off Nazi werewolves in the woods, and oh. I am like, this is my shit. And like the it's called burial, and the the snap the. The thumbnail for it is like this female Polish soldier in her getup, like hovering over, and there's like dark reddish light behind her, and yeah. there's something like coffin like in front of her. And like, this sounds fucking dope. And the whole beginning of the movie, they're traveling around, and every night they would dig a hole and bury the coffin thing that they're transporting, that they're trying to get back to Russia from yeah. Germany. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm loving it. It's about to be a werewolf movie. And then they get attacked by Nazi soldiers that they start calling werewolves and throwing this term around. And I went and looked it up later. It's real. The entire movie is based on a true story. Yeah. The Nazi soldiers who refused to give up arms when the Nazis uh, surrendered were called werewolves. They lived in the woods and attacked patrols and at night, all this like, shit yeah, yeah. at night and stuff. And they were called werewolves. And I was like, but why would that be on... The werewolf section the Hulu-ween. of Halloween. Yeah. Like some intern, that was, I think, your point, was yeah. some intern looked at this description and said, that's a werewolf yeah. movie. Werewolf Did movie. No, and I love werewolf movies. And I actually like World War II action dramas. That's two things that are my jam. And yeah, actually, I, just I don't need mind to when they're mixed either. In the mood for one, like, yeah. But if I'm looking for big claws and teeth, <clears throat> give me. World War II Hitler in a you know casket. I'm gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> I also so. the Halloween thing reminded me. I watched that documentary about uh, McKinley Manor. Is that what it's called? Mc, Mc, I don't know. Is that the whole house thing? Monsters yeah. inside. It's yes. On my list. Yeah. It's on my list. Uh, it's really fucked up. It's basically like this dude, like. Did submits. bad things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, they just yep. torture you for like yeah. eight hours. Or yeah, whatever. but like yeah. clearly he's getting off to it. It's just a lot. So I mean, yeah, no, go I mean, in, go in uh, with a palate cleanser afterwards because I was like, I need to watch My Little Pony now. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna need a palate cleanser. That's right up my eye. I would watch the shit it's out of that so because I already know the story. Up. But I know the story. Yeah, I know. I know the story too. But watching <laughs> the actual video, like it just hits different. Oh, I don't like, know. I used up. to watch Faces of Death. You know, steakandcheese.com was a thing when I was a kid. So uh, I don't think watching people who paid for it get tortured is going to bother me too much. It's if kind of a snuff film, a little yeah, bit. Well, exactly. But except for everyone's agreed to this. Eh. Uh. eh. You'll see. Uh, what? else <laughs> nick said they watched roughly four friday the 13th movies in like three days That's <laughs> yeah that sounds about right I, I was watching like amc like non-stop toward the end of uh, october because they were just showing like that sweet spot of like 90s and like late 80s horror like just constantly uh yeah i love halloween i'm sad it's over I, like I said, I, I, I'm sad Halloween TV is over. Like, I just wish there were, like, horror movies like there are, like, around October, just year-round. Like, I just turn one on. I mean, like, yeah, that's why they have <laughs> special... Um, Donner, Donner again, arguing for dog services. programming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but he does not actually like dog programming. We have tried. It just makes everything worse. He um, really does like Doug from Up, though. We've talked about He loves Doug Days on Disney+. Plus. For Great me, job. when Halloween ends, it's not even the movies because I'll watch a horror movie anytime of year and not feel weird about it. And I go out of my way to find like the 
holiday themed ones and i enjoy them just because they're themed that way yeah again commitment to a bit will make anything more enjoyable to me so thanks killing you know um santa's sleigh those are fun for me even though they're terrible um but what i miss the most is the music because i i listen to a lot of like horror punk kind of stuff year round yeah but from october 1st until november 1st that's almost exclusively what I'm listening to. I've got, you know, your Misfits, your um, Wednesday 13, your American Werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, there's a band named American Werewolf. This, uh, I've been listening to this music podcast. I've, I've, ta- I've mentioned it a couple times on the, on the show. Kogar's Jungle Juice, it's called. And he plays a lot of, like, 60s, like, just, like, you know, garage-like type of music, fuzzy yeah. like music, like a lot of, like, blues and fucking just awesome fucking music. And he did, like, a three and a half hour like Halloween show we were listening to it in the car I remember that well, one day we were driving around yo, yo. and it was just all like just awesome like songs about yeah. like Frankenstein and werewolves and, yeah like, that's yeah. what I, I love that stuff yeah there were a couple of gems on that too. yeah like, I was there's like, a couple of really weird ones but there's a lot of really good ones yeah I love that stuff um my Halloween playlist is kind of always on rotation but like I just was listening to it today because I was like, I feel like I didn't listen to it enough during Halloween time. Just hits different, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. From October 1st to October 31st, being able to just nonstop have that kind of music and not even have to be like, ah, maybe I should have a break for something else in here. Yeah. Nope. We used to start in August um, because we would have Spooky Scary Sunday when I was Um, And it it was a good time. Love Spooky Scary Sundays. So many Italian names in the production of this movie. Giorgio De Cidri. Marco Trentini. <laughs> and then like Janko Svoboda. <laughs> which okay. is from New Jersey. Reinhard Steger. <laughs> yeah. There were quite a few Nordic people in this film as well. Yeah. <laughs> Pierre Luigi Basile. Yeah. I feel like I Maria Teresa Barbosa. Um, Alberto Tosto. Anything else worth mentioning? Uh, like we already mentioned that I'm going to be doing my thing soon. Um, yeah. We're not sure what days or when or how. No, I'm just thinking like crapshoot wise. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, that's part of the crapshoot for me. Yeah. Um, um, I'm playing the shit of Spider Man, but it's probably a good place to wrap it up. We've been doing this like an hour and forty minutes. Um, I will mention in two weeks we will be at Saratoga Comic Con. Whoop whoop. Um, yeah, come check us out. We'll be there both days. I am doing panels on both days. I am doing uh, the actors panel with Eric Roberts on Saturday. I am doing the horror actors panel on Sunday. Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're doing the horror actors panel on Sunday. I am going to be doing uh, the Battle of the Movies panel on Sunday with um, uh, Asad Loiseau, who was just on the podcast recently. Uh, we're going to be arguing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy versus the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, I got that one in the I bag. feel like that's a real easy. It's obviously choice. Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm not going to. Di- right. We'll have a right. different debate some other time. Right. I'm happy to take the other side. Very on excited it. for the Marvels next week. Or this coming week? Oh, yeah, we're going to see that. Um, but, yeah, I'll be at Saratoga Comic Con both of those days. I think that's our last that is our last con thing for the year. Uh, but we'll be back next year with hopefully uh, some more dates. Uh, I have to reach out to some more people now that I keep mentioning that. Uh, but, anyway, 
we will give you our socials. I'm going to try to do this off the top of my head, which is probably going to fail horribly. We are Big Dumb Monsters Pod on Facebook. If you want to email us, you can email us at Big Dumb Monsters on Gmail. You can find the show uh, on all of your favorite podcast platforms, uh, your iTunes, your, your, your uh, I was about to say Stitcher, no longer a thing. Uh, Spotify, that's the one that's still a thing. Um, we are on Instagram at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. You can also find us on threads there uh, at that same handle. You can find us on YouTube at big dumb monsters. Uh, come by, uh, like some videos, leave some comments, maybe subscribe. We are, we are this close to cracking a hundred subscribers. Uh, so please come subscribe, uh, like us comment. Uh, we are also on Twitch. If you are not watching this live uh, on Twitch, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you should come join the party every Saturday night on Twitch uh, at 8.15. We are at Big Dumb Monsters there. Um, you should come check out our merch store at TeePublic. Uh, I will have a new design going up. I promise I'm going to take care of it. Uh, it will be going up soon. Uh, our handle, our uh, just look for the Big Dumb Monsters uh, store on T Public. Yeah. I think those are our socials. It's enough of them to direct them to the yeah. other ones they need. Go to Linktree. Big Dumb Monsters. I said last time, and I just put the Linktree in the yeah. chat. Yeah, well, yeah, I just put them all. I was doing the fast art typing. Was it Linktree Big Dumb Monsters? Uh, sure. It's actually Link. T-R dot E-E. Oh, I hate when they do that shit. <laughs> Just so you know. And then I think it's Slash, and I don't remember what the Slash... Yeah, it's is it Big Dumb monsters, monsters, or is it some weird alphanumeric thing? I'm gonna uh, find out on yeah. Instagram. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but... Oh. Link deleted. Yeah, <laughs> on my chat, link is deleted, but it still shows on the... Oh, oh, because yeah. you have to approve. Nick it. That's just fine. came through with it. Yeah, yeah. At the same time as uh, yeah. So, so yeah. we were right, but yeah. it was yeah. I see. I was right. Link tr dot ee. Um, we will be back this week. Our schedule is weird this week. We have two guests this week. All right. Yeah. Um, I I'm never one to talk about the guests before you, it, and I've learned one thing in in like the decade plus of podcasting that I've been doing. You really shouldn't say you have a guest until you have the guest on the podcast, like because things always come up. But I will say it uh, this Thursday we will have Nightmare Christy Christy Adams of uh, Nightmare Toys uh, in Las Vegas. She's going to be joining us uh, live uh, on the stream. Uh, that'll be Thursday night, uh, our usual time, 8.15. Uh, and then Sunday night, we have Matthew Taylor uh, joining us. He uh, he played Nemesis in the uh, in Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, he is also going to be a guest at Saratoga Comic Con. But he'll be joining us Sunday night as well. So we're going to be on twice this week, barring any massive technical fuck-ups, uh, which are always possible on this show. Uh, but yeah, fucking awesome, awesome guests coming up. Um, possibly more uh, down the pike as well. Um, we're always working to bring you top-notch content. 
Like uh, this. Like this, yeah. Us burping and talking about Call the Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about a rash in the chat before. So, I know, yeah. I kept yeah. seeing that. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, but yeah, Nick should be back with us uh, by Thursday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it's going to be a real short show. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Christy will be joining us Thursday and then Matt on Sunday. So uh, come on by. Uh, it's always, always fun here uh, on Twitch with us during the live show. Uh, so thanks for coming by. Do uh, you know the... You know oh, the, I know it. All right. Oh, we have, we have words. words of wisdom. Yeah. Words of wisdom. And that is uh, never let ghoulies eat your ass. And never sleep in a deathbed. Bye-bye. Hey, Pardon me, the lady that. has some gentleman's relish across her forehead right now. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs>